Hi, Nancy. How yes. are you? I'm good. It's always good to spend time with you. It's always good to be with you too. Uh, I love our know, conversations. I do too. I learn so much and I love it that we can kind of go to these different places. I was sharing with somebody um, earlier today who's you know part of First Presbyterian Church that Carrot, you and I were going to be doing this recording tonight. And I said, I'm so excited to talk about forgiveness because, you know, I, me who know, who knows nothing, I think it's one of the three pillars of Jesus's teaching, right? Mm -hmm. Love, me, love, love yourself and others, be kind, you know, and forgive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Forgiveness and, is a big one. So, so if those are the three pillars, let's, let's kind of dig into forgiveness because one of the things that that kind of spoke to me in your sermon was that forgiveness can be hard. Mm -hmm. and, oh, and, yeah. and maybe being kind is hard because can be hard too. And maybe loving ourselves and others is hard too, but forgiveness seems to have a lot of gifts attached to it. Mm -hmm. So we can kind of figure out how it not to be so hard. Maybe that would be a good thing. So mm -hmm. what, what, First of all, how do you define forgiveness? What does forgiveness mean? To me, forgiveness means an intentional letting go of negativity, hatred, anger, bitterness, whatever that emotion is around something that has happened to you. It is the intentional choice to set it free and let it go. And it's usually geared around a person that has done something that has affected you in some way. So the forgiveness might be geared towards uh, somebody intentionally letting go of the anger that you have towards somebody, or maybe it's towards yourself. I think a lot of times we struggle to forgive ourselves for things that we've done or not done as well. So that's kind of how I define it at a, at a basic level. Um, and so I love that. So if it's kind of letting go, I love it that you attach it to a feeling like you're angry about something or someone. Uh-huh. Right. It's so yeah. so is 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 being angry kind of your your hint that there's someone to forgive. I like that. I think that in many ways these negative emotions are the canary in the mind shaft that tell us that, hey, there's something going on in our hearts and in our spirits that is uh, wounded for some reason, and we need to explore what's going on there. And I think you're right. When we're angry, we need to say, where is this coming from? Why is this emotion um, binding me up? Because that's what it does, is it just kind of holds us hostage. So if we can figure out that maybe it's geared towards something or someone in particular, that's probably the first step is, is acknowledging that. Mm -hmm. I, I find anger interesting because, you know, it's one thing to be kind of angry for a minute or two and move on. Mm -hmm. But when, when it festers and we harbor it, yep. I, I find that that really just does ourselves harm. Like we might be angry at another person, but it doesn't, us being angry at somebody else doesn't hurt them. Mm -mm. It only hurts ourselves. That's right. Yeah. 
And I think there's, we call it, sometimes we call it righteous indignation. And it's this sense of, well, I am right. And I have been wounded by somebody and it's not fair. And so I think that we think if we hold this against them, it's going to hurt them, but it only hurts us. You're mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that anger can make us sick. Oh, yeah. It's toxic to our spirit. And, um, and, and it makes us, and I, in my sermon, I mentioned that, um, you know, at first we might not notice anger and things like that because we, we, we feel so justified in being anger, angry. Someone did this to me and, and I'm angry and that's okay. Um, but then after a while we start, it starts to fester and start smelling bad and, and we're like, what's going on? You realize you have this almost like an infection, but it's, it's anger and it's uh, bitterness. And, and if we don't wipe that slate clean regularly, it just builds and builds and builds. And it's much harder to, to uh, wipe away. Mm -hmm. It was interesting because I had an experience a couple of weeks ago with, with, with a good friend and she, I knew, I knew what she was sharing with me and and exploring with me she meant because she loved me mm -hmm. she I mean, she does and i would say i'm like i hear you and i know this is coming from a place of love um but it hurt me mm. you know too and then i sat with that for a couple of days um and it really kind of wrestled with you know i wanted to to take the learning, whatever the learning is, right? Mm -hmm. And to only send her love, not be, you know, angry at her, mad at her, or even hurt by her. And it was interesting that like in a dream a few nights later, she appeared as just a big bully. Hmm. And I thought, thank you for the lesson because I was trying to figure out why I was so hurt. But in my, my dream allowed me to see, um, to be clear about some of her behavior. Uh -huh. And it just showed up. It was just, you know, in this circumstance. But she's that way often. Hmm. And so I sometimes feel pressured or bullied into doing something that she wants to do. How interesting that it showed up in your dream that way. And it was so, wasn't that so interesting? I'm like, I get it. I get the lesson. Thank you. And I just sent her a lot of love. I get the message. And now I'm aware of some healthy boundaries I need to create with her. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Because I, I, so, but I had to sit with it. I had to sit with the hurt because I really did want to forgive her, but I'm like, I need the lesson. Right. I need to know what's in this for me. And it just, it, it just happened to manifest in a dream. Um, it could manifest, I guess, in lots of different ways, but it was so clear in the dream. Mm -hmm. hmm. Wow. And it was just so nice to just be able to let it go. I like what you say about just sitting in it, sit with it, because I think that you know, the, the scripture that this sermon was based on is when Jesus tells us that we have to forgive 
you know, and not count how many times we forgive. And that if we don't forgive, we won't be forgiven. And that's very unsettling to me. So my invitation to the congregation at the end of the sermon is just sit for a while in the discomfort of what we're being asked to do, because it is uncomfortable and it's complicated and it's sobering that we have to be that generous with our, with our forgiveness, because that's very hard. So I like that idea of sitting, sitting with the discomfort. To get to tell, I know what's in it for me. Right. Because yeah. that's, a thing. I think there's a gift in all, I mean, you know, uncomfortable feelings serve us all. They're meant to get our attention. The canary, you know, in the coal mine, right? They're yeah. meant to get our attention. That little ache in the back, like mm -hmm. pay attention to it be, 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 before it comes a big problem. Right. right. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know if we should be so quick to forgive, just like, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. Like, like it's, like it's, um, like it's up to us anyway. Mm. Like, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I think we're divine creatures, but I'm not so sure. I think, I think God gets to do all the, if there is any judgment, I think God just gets to do all that. I don't think that's our mm. place necessarily. Mm. Right. But I do think what we can forgive is how we were in a situation. So like, in that situation with my friend, I really had to forgive myself to get kind of caught up in the bullying. Mm. Not the first time that's happened to me in my life. Say more about forgiving yourself. Well, because I, um, I'm the one that put myself in that situation. For allowing yourself to be treated that way? Yes. Gotcha. I had a great, I had a counselor once. He was terrific. Well, I was, I don't even know what I was sharing, but he's like, Nancy, you do not protect yourself in conversations. You need to start protecting yourself in conversations and not just take it from people. Hmm. And I'm like, well, how do you do that? And he said, you can lie. I'm like, what? You can lie? He said, yes, you're busy. You got to go to the bathroom. You got to get off the phone. Somebody just rang your doorbell, mm -hmm. you know? Like mm -hmm. get exit the conversation. Right. You know, when there when there's no more love in it. If there's uh -huh. no love in the conversation, get out of there. Right. And so I think what happened for me with this, it's like I was upset, I was hurt, I was kind of angry, but I'm like, but I got myself in that situation. Hmm. So what's my learning? Oh, that's what kind of abuse and bullying looks, that's another version of it. Hmm. And right. so I sit with the say, okay, with this person who I love and I will spend time with her, we will do things, but I'm like, oh, now I will have some boundaries. Right. You know, I will share what I won't share. If she starts behaving that way, I will exit stage. Exit. Yeah, you know, very quickly. So in this case, I kind of had to forgive myself mm -hmm. for being in that situation. Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. She's doing the best she can. I, I don't need to forgive her anything. I'm the one that was uncomfortable. I'm mm -hmm. the one that was hurt. I'm the one that was angry. It is my work to do. Mm -hmm. 
interesting, yeah. Because everybody's trying to do the best and we don't know what somebody else's journey is. That's right, we don't. Absolutely. You know, even if we've been through the exact same circumstances that they have been through, our journeys are different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I find it interesting. Um, I started doing this probably 15 years ago. Take the lesson and move on. Like if something wasn't comfortable for me I, or I didn't, I wasn't comfortable in the experience or the outcome or something. I sit with it long enough to like, what can I learn from this that the next time I take the learning and apply it there? Right. And I think, I think that's one way I forgive myself and like take the learning, Nancy, and move on. That's right. Because if you hadn't gone through that, you wouldn't be learning it. Mm -hmm. And now I was like, my friend, like, thank you for being a teacher. It's, I don't have to forgive her anything. I get a thank you. Thank you for showing me another way. I do not protect myself in conversations. Because mm -hmm. I mean, clearly it's a thing I'm meant to, to work on. All of us, sister. Yeah. And we're not, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we, we don't have to take it. Unfortunately, bat when terrible things happen to young children and what that don't always have options. But I think at a certain age when we can not take it, we have to not take it. Mm -hmm. And you go, you went there too in your servant. It's like just because you for, um, forgive doesn't mean you forget. That's right. And and just because we forgive doesn't mean we allow abuse. Yes. We we don't allow people to continue hurting us, even if we're called to forgive them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the whole phrase forgive and forget, I've always had a problem with that. And I do feel it's problematic in general because I don't think we're supposed to allow ourselves to be taken advantage of. And how do we allow ourselves to be protective without being aware of what has happened before? And so you, you and I also think personally, I don't think it's possible to forget. It's in our, it's in us, it's in our, it becomes a part of our body, our memories. How do you just wipe that clean? And so I, I see it both from a practical standpoint, like I don't think it's possible to just forget something like that. Maybe if you're traumatized enough, you can, you get to the point where you forget it out of protectiveness. But for most people, I think that trying to forget something is, is a hard thing. But more than that, even, I think we're supposed to learn something from our experiences. And, and how do you learn if you, if you wipe that clean? And we, the, you know, there's so many stories, you know, that people under, you know, enduring such terrible, terrible, terrible events and, and, devastating circumstances, they go on to use that to, to help heal others. Oh, yes. There is a website, and I don't know if I can say what it is on this website. Am I allowed to share resources like that? Yeah. It's called the Forgiveness Project. Isn't okay. that a great name? I love that. If you go on the forgivenessproject.org or .com or something like that, 
it shares all these stories of people who have experienced things that have chosen to forgive. It's very powerful. You just read through and you just see that this is a common human experience. And it's, it's powerful to see how it has changed people's lives to choose to forgive. So that's the other thing I want to explore with you. What's the gift? You know, what are the benefits, you know, of making a conscious choice to forgive? Yeah. Well, partly what we talked about before, which is the, the sickness that we get when we don't forgive, that just gets wiped clean. And when we can choose to forgive, I think what, who we really set free is our, is our own selves, not the person that we're forgiving, although that can be life-changing for them too. But, you know, what if they don't ask for forgiveness? What if they don't want forgiveness? We still have to forgive so that our hearts can be set free. Otherwise, we are held hostage by this anger and hatred and fear. Fear, that's a big one. Um, so there's that positive emotional well-being that we get when we, when we forgive. Also, I think that there's a, maybe a humility that comes out of forgiving because we realize that they're just like us. The people that make bad choices, I, that's me. I make bad choices. That person made a bad choice. I'm going to forgive them because I know that at times I need forgiveness too. So maybe there's a humility that comes out of forgiveness that we need mm -hmm. because I know one of my biggest struggles is, you know, I want to have genuine humility and that's a journey. I think that's not always easy, especially in a culture where you're taught to be proud and independent and assertive and all of those things have good sides to them but it, it also has a downside oh can we talk about humility humility next sure okay <laughs> that next week's sermon because yeah. i think that would be fun to dig into yeah. um yeah that's that's interesting so those are two of the things i see as benefits from forgiving do you see anything you know, I, uh, I think I've shared this before, um, and I learned this recently, that peace is always the prize. Mm. Like when, you, when, we, when we choose to forgive, when we choose to um, let go of something that is bothering us, or we choose to, we make some decision, um, peace is the prize. Mm -hmm. And I think that is also our internal guidance system saying right action. Right. In this moment, in the circumstances. Right. I like that, that image of that internal guidance system. Yeah. Yeah. Peace is the prize. So it's kind of like, like this morning I was in a, a business conversation. It was a short one. It was like 15 minutes long. We've been emailing back and forth for about four weeks on something. We only need, he and I only needed 15 minutes because we were, we were in alignment, but there was still like three other things that kind of need to happen. And, um, and 
I just, we sat down and I just looked him in the eye and I just, in my mind, I just said, I love you. I see you. I love you. And I let him kind of, well, here's where we are with the latest, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I totally understand. Totally understand. And um, I'm asking him for something that this organization normally doesn't do. Okay. So I know I'm, I'm, I'm asking for an exception. Um, and, you know, but what was great at the end is I'm like, you know, whatever ever happens is right action. Mm. You know what? And, mm -hmm. and it was just so peaceful. That's right? great. It yeah. wasn't, I didn't have to fight for, you know, I wasn't fighting for something. I was just, I was clear on my request. I was kind about it. I know how the business mechanism works. So there were going to be layers to this. Um, but it was really nice to have a sense of peace. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, to say I've, I've operated. And when I say right action, it's not mean, it doesn't mean right along. I need to come up with another term, but it's kind of alignment with my divinity. When, when I have a sense of peace about something, I'm like, I know I've done the best I can mm -hmm. to love myself and others in that circumstances. Yeah. And so like back to the situation with my friend, I got such a sense of peace about it because I'm like, now I know what to do next. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you're right. It is that internal monitor. And then, you know, back to the, the story of the Bible and the years and the whatever, the thing is, so one of the things I will do with this, this friend of mine, um, I will share less mm. about some things. Right. Because clearly she was also projecting. I was kind of getting, you know, and she, she has a right to do that, but not in my story. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we were, you know, we were over dinner. I said, you know, I almost didn't come and I almost didn't share, mm -hmm. but I came, I went to the dinner and I did share. Okay. That's what happened. I should have paid attention to my intuition. Hmm. So yeah. here's the other thing about peace being the prize. When you're not at peace, a lot of times when I'm not at peace about something, it's because I didn't pay attention to my intuition. Right. Which so, I believe is a God-given thing. Yes. And so I didn't pay attention upstream. So I got the discomfort midstream. Right. And then I needed to do what's the learning and the forgiveness. I mean, that's a lot of energy. <laughs> Why didn't I just pay attention to my intuitions? Because you're human. So that's the forgiveness, though. See, that's yeah. what I end up having to forgive myself for. Like, didn't pay attention to that intuition. Mm -hmm. Turn left, not right. Mm. Yeah. Leave early, you know, <laughs> your shoes, whatever it is. Right? Yep. But we're always getting guidance. You know, I don't think you know, God just answers our prayer. We're in a, in a state. I think God is always with us. Oh yeah, I do too. 
always that connection between our God and, and us. And, and that signal never drops, no matter how bad the reception is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think this, I think this, I think forgiveness has, and you said this earlier, we've gotten tripped up in this idea that we're right. You know, it's our way, you know, that should, you know, and what I loved about that Bible story is like, it took hundreds of years, how many years, right? Hundreds of years. The thing is, you don't know somebody else's lesson. That's right. Right. Yeah. And so I'm just going to, this, I, I don't wish this to be true. I'm just going to play this out because I'm using this story with my friend. I will be less vulnerable with her. Mm -hmm. Yep. She, to, for help, that'll be my healthy boundary. Right. right. And, and that may or may not, um, uh, she may or may not have a reaction of any sort to that. She, she, she might not even notice. She might not even notice, or she does notice. Uh-huh. And then she gets to do her work. Right. Because you put up a healthy boundary. Yeah. I send her love and light every day. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not enough. But I think that's why we have to, what's our work? What's our lesson? What can mm -hmm. we do? Yeah. If, you know, is, are we in a situation that's not good for us? Can we get out? How can we get out? Who do we ask for help to get out? Because some people need help getting out. Yeah. I don't know if you did this with your son, but when my kids were growing up, I'm like, I'm your excuse for anything. If you're in a situation that you don't want to be in, yeah. I am your excuse. You say, you know, my mother would kill me if I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I would be grounded for life, yeah. you know, and you can call me no questions asked anytime. That's right. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I get what you mean. Yourself out of an uncomfortable situation. And I'm like, why don't we do that for ourselves? That's such a good question, Nancy. What a great question. I mean, don't you just find yourself at what, like, how did I get myself here? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And what is, I loved it when the counselor said, you can lie, like look, make up a lie to get yourself out of that. I'm like, <laughs> yes to protect yourself i'm like i wish i would have known that when i was 12 they weren't teaching me that in sunday school that's right yeah oh my goodness wow but what an interesting what you know what an interesting notion forgiveness yes absolutely lots to learn still any tricks any tricks carrie you want to offer people? For me, I try to have it come down to grace and, and just say, you know, God is so gracious to me. I do so many things that I shouldn't do every minute of every day. I, I could do this or I could do that. And I try very hard to take the right choice, but there are times that the, the wrong choice is so shiny and alluring that it just calls to you like the sirens in the odyssey and you can't help but follow it, you know? And, and yet God says, Hey, I love you. 
that didn't go very well, did it, Kara? Let's try it different next time, <laughs> you know? And so I try to think about grace when I'm dealing with other people too. Now in the moment, it's very hard to have grace because I'm too angry or frustrated or, you know, but as I sit back and let it cool, hopefully I can remember that that's me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a conversation today with a client. We're doing some work around Black Friday. How to be happy, calm in a sense of chaos. And, um, you know, where we got to is part of, part of the thing that we need to work on is kind of just self-care, right. you know, we, you know, there's all sorts of stuff going, going on. It's Black Friday, right? <laughs> but yeah. can I be calm? Right. Can I create a sense of peace within, uh -huh. within and bring that? to the day yeah. right as as mobs are trying to knock down the the sliding glass doors nancy's going to be out there having <laughs> peace. be the peace <laughs> be the peace oh well kara thank you it's always such a delight to spend oh, I, with you i always enjoy our conversations nancy same here yeah so um i'm gonna wish you a good evening all and right wish our listeners um, a good day or evening, yes. whenever you're listening to this. And thank you for joining us. Yeah. Take care, Nancy. You too. Thanks for joining us at First Presbyterian Church, where faith is nurtured, curiosity encouraged, diversity welcomed, and all are loved. Find out more about us at fpclincoln.org.